live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on October 18th, 2018 to hit the internet later that day or even 2000, what, October 19th, 2018. How's it going, huh? I apologize. A little late in the week. You guys deserve better than that. You know, if you're going to do one this late, it should be two podcasts, right? Am I saying? Second Bobka? What? Uh, yeah, it's old burn. Get over it. Uh, so how's everyone doing, huh? I mean, th- this, th- uh, thank you. Thank, thank you for asking. I'm doing all right. I appreciate that. I, I really do. We're, uh, we're, we're in the middle of October. Sports is, oh, this, this is just the best sports time of year. Oh boy. Oh, it's so great. Oh, the beginning of the NBA, which by the way, I don't know what happened in the opening night, but I'm sure it was the most amazing thing you've ever seen in your entire life. And you will never see anything like it again until the next day. Cause that's the way the NBA operates. Uh, Hmm. How am I? I mean, basically all the sports stories, a lot of them I have are very Boston related. It's Boston, whether it's sports, whether it's the area, whether it's incidents, it's everything is, is Boston related right now, honestly. And that has nothing to do with me listening to WEI all day. W-E-E-I, W-E-E-I all the time. It has to do with literally things happening in Boston. So, um, let's see. Well, I'm drinking my, uh, the old standby. Again, you know, the old, the old man knows what he likes. Well, yeah. Lagunitas, Sutton Easy Ale. Yeah. Tall boy. They're about halfway through it already. Cause I'm not going to lie. I opened it right when I was pulling into the driveway. So, uh, <laughs> take that officer. Um, I didn't do that. What would be the point of that? Imagine getting pulled over at that point and being like, sir, get out of the car. You were operating a motor vehicle under the influence of alcohol with an open container and being like, this is how I got a DUI. I, I was trying to be cool like this. I was trying to put it on Instagram. Uh, I cannot get, I said this on Twitter. I cannot get this dumb thing. I just made the comment, but I cannot get this out of, remember, remember when Charlie Sheen, we talked about him nonstop. Like we, we dissected every moment of his life for, for two weeks and then just stopped. Like I, I, I can't get that dumb winning song out of my head now. I, I, it, it, I mean, imagine if they did something like that. I mean, the idea that they had him on doing while he was, what's not to love the, the, the idea that all those news stations actually had him on and like exploited him being like high on crack and being like, yeah, let's keep continue doing uh, sit down interviews. And I mean, I'm, I'm trying to turn this off. There we go. Of Charlie Sheen, of all people. I mean, Charlie Sheen, <laughs> Charlie Sheen contracted HIV. And that was not even a eighth of a story of him going off the rails and going nuts. And I realize it's not the 1980s and Ronald Reagan's not president anymore where it's that taboo to have HIV. But you know what? To have a major star of one of the most successful TV shows at the time contracting HIV. I mean, that was just sort of like on page eight. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah. How about that? Yeah. Anyways, uh, I don't know. I don't know where that story came from. But again, I felt myself. I I was driving today. I got to a traffic light and I was like, I want to listen to the winning song. (laughs) And I will do that alone in the car until I reveal this on the podcast. So um, let, let's let's jump into the baseball here. I I think I'll look at it two ways. Baseball related, I have really enjoyed both series. They have not done themselves any favors whatsoever uh, in reaching out to maybe ca- casual fans or non fans of the game because the games have been long. And we you know we heard Mad Dog do his rant today uh, about how, when the games start. I mean, th- this is the thing with starting these games. 
Baseball cannot win at all in this situation because of two factors. One, someone's always going to be pissed off because that's our nature. Someone's always going to cry. You've heard people say, oh, wouldn't it be refreshing? You know, if you had, they started some of these playoff games in the day or, you know, a World Series game in the day. They started some of these, these Indians Astros games in the day and people were pissed off those fan bases because whatever fan base you, fan base you, you know, you play during the day, those people are going to complain that they're working. So the idea that they ever play a World Series game during the day, that is horseshit. People would go, they would revolt. It's just a lie. Our country is too big. That's the other issue. It's, there are too many time zones. You can't win. There, there, there's, uh, okay, there's so many time zones. Brian, there's three time zones. No, wait. There's one. There's four time zones. Excuse me. Jesus. There's four time zones. No, there's three time zones. This is, this is, this is pathetic. There is Eastern, Central, Mountain, and Western. No, there's four time zones, right? One. Okay. I, I have to pause this. This is, this is, this is bad. Well, there's actually six, but I mean, come on. Alaska and Hawaii. Sorry. Just like on the commemorative coins of 9-11 or, you know, whatever. You don't qualify. I'm sorry. Tough shit. Um. But, okay, so there's four. That's too big. You know, you, you, you can't do this. People are going to whine either way. So if, you know, if the Yankees played during the day, guess what? People would whine about that. Brian, you're running dry. You're kind of repeating yourself here. Got it. Okay. Just saying. People can complain all they want. And you know what? I'm on the other side of this now. <laughs> Living on the West Coast, I have no issue with it. I mean, granted, I'd still, I mean, I'm watching that Dodgers game the other night. Uh, Dodgers and Brewers. And I'm going to bet. And, and the Red Sox game last night where Ben Attendee made that great catch. I mean, excuse me, on Wednesday night. Thir- Wednesday, because you're probably listening to this on Friday. But that, the game, I mean, that ended at 11, 10, almost 11 o'clock. And now on the West Coast. So the game ending at 2 o'clock in the morning, that is rough. But what do you want? What do you want? You can't, you can't play them all at the same time. The NF- Baseball is the only sport that has this issue because they have way more games. Way more games. Actually, and the NBA has this issue too. That's a lie. Fo- okay, so football doesn't have this issue obviously because they played a lot less games. All right, Brian, you, you're, you're okay. Moving on. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about the Red Sox and the Astros. So this has been a series with review after, actually, they've both been reviewed up the ass. Everything is a review. If you don't like reviews, you are very unhappy about this, this, this baseball playoffs, especially this round. Holy Christ, everything's reviewed. You review the review of the review. I mean, but you know what? If I'm a manager, I'm using it. Oh, I'm using it. Uh, so we had the other issue with the, the Astros and the Red Sox, which I told you, I thought the Re- the Astros would uh, roll here. I, I thought that they would be in the World Series. I thought they'd win the World Series. They're down 3-1 uh, to the Red Sox. To, however, Price is pitching tonight, so I would imagine some sort of meltdown because he is a fra- afraid child. Afraid? What's afraid? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, listen, he's got a 6.75 ERA. Uh, well, he's recorded the first two outs in the first inning, so that's good. That's a good job out of him. Uh, I mean, that's better than, I think, every other start he's had in the uh, in the playoffs here. So that's it's good if you're a Red Sox fan. You had the controversy where the ball supposedly hit the wall and then into uh, the left fielder's glove of the Astros. Red Sox fans, get get a clue, all right? Sounds from the ball can still make noises while it's in their glove. If it hit the the wall, guess what? It would go then straight down. You know what I mean? It, it, or it would go, it wouldn't plop right in his glove. It doesn't make any sense. Use science here. Use science. All right? Come on. You're better than this. Are you? Are you though? And then at Fenway, this is a odd story with the guy, the, the, the Astros employee with no credentials who was in the camera well and Fenway was taking pictures, who was escorted out. Why is this not a bigger story? I feel like this is... Very strange that this one person wrote about this, Danny Picard, who 
I don't know. He looks like whatever. I'm not going to insult him. He hasn't done anything personally to me, uh, nor has he written anything that I would not, you know, that I'd have to criticize. If if so, then I would criticize his appearance, which I won't do. But you have a cheating issue here with employees taking pictures and texting to somebody. And this is just talk about page eight news. Talk about Charlie Sheen's medical condition. This was uh, way in the back. Where are the Bob Nightingales of the world? By the way, who, who I mentioned on Twitter, who sucks, by the way. This guy's given such a large platform, like the great David Spellman said. How? How? How does this guy get a platform? This guy sucks. And then... Sorry, sorry. I need to, I need to relax, Brian. Take a deep breath. I'm on a drug called Charlie Sheen. Okay. Back to that. Um... See, the problem is, I, I gotta get through this without constantly looking at this game. Is he about to go three... You know, one, two, three, David Price here. This is not acceptable. This is not what I want to see. I mean, at this point, what do you, the Red Sox are winning the World Series. I mean, I thought it was going to be Astros Dodgers, and uh, I guess I have to stick with it. I mean, in, in, the, in the world of predictions, I guess I have to, gun to my head. I mean, I, I can't modify it now. Uh, well, obviously, I would modify it. The Red Sox are up 3-1. But I thought that to be a very non-story. The, the, did the commissioner even comment on that? You have a team cheating on another one in the American League Championship Series? And this is a non-issue? I, it seems like everyone is hush-hush or just whatever about that. Very, very... I, I'd like to see that going forward if we get more information about that story. And you get the feeling that everyone is just stealing signs. Stealing signs here because the Red Sox go over 9 million times about their signs. They change the signs all the time. And you get the, you get the feeling that we used to think that stealing signs was like this taboo thing that like people do. You start to get the idea that it happens every single goddamn game. You know, so maybe the Red Sox are doing, and I heard this mentioned on the radio, that maybe the Red Sox are doing something nefarious where they're not calling this out of the Astros. They're kind of just like, oh, yeah, I, I, I didn't I know that happened. Oh, okay, cool. Basically, it's just like, we're not going to rock the boat so you don't rock ours. Now, am I implying the Red Sox are cheating? Yes, I am. They are cheating, and it's disgusting, and it's ruining the integrity of the game. Yes, I'm saying that. Very weird, though. Very weird. And then there was the big play last night. There was the big play with Mookie Betts jumping in the field. Or was he? Uh, so, yeah, the first inning, the fireworks started. And, uh, you know, Mookie Betts going back to make a would have been a tremendous catch, which Ron Darling and is it Brian Anderson? They want to make every single play in the series that they're calling one of the greatest plays in playoff history. Now, granted, if Mookie Betts would have caught that, that would have been a great, great play. Would that have been one of the greatest plays in, in playoff history? I'm sure some Red Sox fans are just like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know. And then not everything has to be the greatest. Now, here's some people say, listen, from my perspective, I think he did go into the crowd. And I don't think any of those people intentionally impeded his, uh, impeded his abilities to catch the ball. Okay. That's, I don't think that they did that. I think he jumped into where their hands were, and that's what happened. Um, and I see some people saying, well, look at the guy in the in the, the white shirt. He has hand over the yellow line. Yes, the guy who has nothing to do with the play at hand, at task, at, at, at hand. You got it right the first time. Get better. At hand. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, because that, that, that's completely relevant. Unfortunately, we will never find out because a 
I was going to say, you know, I was going to mock the security guard's appearance. I'm not going to do that. Brian has a heart and it grew 10 times bigger just now. I'm not going to do that. All that, dude, all that guy was trying to do is get a good view just like the rest of us. So we will never know definitively if Mookie Betts jumped into the crowd or if those fans interfered. I guess, you know, I said this. I tuned into the game right when they were reviewing it. I had missed the, the part and I, and I did not know what the original call on the field was. So I said, you know what? That, that's the kind of play where you just got to, you know, just, you just got to go with it. There's, there's no definitive evidence to overturn it. You know, just talking to my wife and she's like, that's great. That's nice. Whatever. Um, not paying attention. It's not true. That's not true. She was paying attention, but just one of those, you know, she knows what I mean. If she's listening to this where I just talk and I think that like I'm doing the podcast while I'm watching the game. Like I have to comment on it. And she's like, yeah, yeah. So we'll never know. But, uh, I guess if I'm going to eat crow, uh, the original call was was out, right? So should it be a double? Shouldn't they meet in the middle? Something like that? I don't know. Uh, the Red Sox are looking great in the sense, though. J.D. Martinez hasn't done shit. Jackie Bradley Jr., who doesn't get a goddamn hit at all, but when he does, has the sweetest swing like he's Gangrefree Jr. Like there's, those, the hits he gets are no doubters. They're so smooth and so is the perfect, perfect swing when he hits those out. I mean, Jackie Bradley Jr., a, guy, a fringe fucking player, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down. It's either he's on steroids or he's not a good player, one or the other, but whatever. Brian, you you, you hit three home runs or nine RBIs in the ALCS? No, I haven't. Um, So no, I, 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 I'd have to admit that. And Andrew Benatendi, man, I what I tell you, that was, that is cojones to the highest degree to make that catch, to, 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 to attempt that catch. Yeah, Bregman, come on. Bregman, Bregman's a cocky fucking asshole. He certainly is. I mean, he, he thinks his shit doesn't stink. And I have not. Well, it could be true. Um, but I don't know. Um, but he swings at that first pitch. And, and Ben Attendee, he misses that ball. Game's over. And he guessed right. I mean, he, he is. I'm sorry. I, I hate doing this. I did this last time. He's the kind of player you want on your team. He is an all-around good baseball player. I want Torres and Andujar to be more all-around better players than that. Well, Brian, I mean, give him a shot. You're right. You're right. I will give him a shot. They have time. I think that the ceiling's higher. Maybe it is, but they're not there yet. Benatendi runs. He has an arm. He makes catches like that. He hits home runs. He gets base hits. He takes the extra base. He's what they need. He is the, he's the X Factor. Okay, he's the X Factor. Boy, Craig Kimbrell sucks, huh? How bad do you have to be to have David Price warming up in the ninth inning behind you? And how bad was he shitting his pants? David Price there just saying, my God, this, I, yeah, this, this, this could be it. This could be it. I may crawl into the fetal position on the mound in Minute Maid Park. This could happen. Actually, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't give people the satisfaction. That's not the way he is. Gets out of the first inning. Okay, well, gives up a hit, gets out of the first inning. He hit the first... Kent's first pitch. Oh, Kent. Jeff Kent? Did he play for the Astros? Yeah, I guess he did, didn't he? Played for a lot of teams. Is it Jeff Kent? Why do I even give a shit? I'm just looking at the videos. But what? Okay, what is going on here? They're playing a video and an ad at the same time. Walker sings. Walker sings national anthem. Neil Walker? Did he sing? Oh, yeah, Clay Walker, huh? Yeah, I got all his albums. Kemp on home run in game four. Why is that? 
Okay, whatever. And this can't be very entertaining to you. And maybe it is. Maybe maybe just me strolling through things. I mean, maybe that's entertaining to some of you guys. And gals. Um, let's see. All right, so anyways, that, that that's that series right there. And I've also, uh, hey, listen, I think the Red Sox will probably win tonight. I mean, what, what do you want me to say? I don't like seeing it. I saw that bat off Bregman's, that ball off Bregman's bat on Wednesday night. I just said, yes! And I saw Ben Attendee Crump coming in on it. I was like, no, no, no! Ah, oh, bastard. I hate him. I hate his guts, but he's good. Oh, God. D.D. Gregorius surgery as well as expected, which I, I don't know if there's coded language there as well as expected. You know, like low flow showers, Morty Seinfeld. I don't like the sound of that. I, I, I Did I mention, is Tommy John, D.D.'s gotten Tommy John since the last podcast, hasn't he? So he's going to, Tommy John, he just got Tommy John surgery. Can I mention Tommy John again? He's a baseball player. He used to be a pitcher. He had a surgery. He's a revolutionary. Uh, he's going to be back in May or June. I think Sweeney was floating the idea. I think I did talk about this last time. Sweeney floating the idea that maybe he's played his last game as a Yankee, which doesn't make any sense because even if they got Machado, who we'll get to in a second, um, so what would they do with what would they do with Didi? Uh, he's not arbitration eligible or, or free agent, or whatever, until the end of next year. So what would he do? Just sit there and like he, fucking <laughs> shine his cleats? I mean, I don't understand what he would never be in play another game for the Yankees. It doesn't make any sense. I, I guess they traded him. I guess that's what that meant. I don't know. Sweeney, you know what? Sweeney Murdy is a low key uh, shitster sometimes. For the most part, he's like respected, boring, bland. Uh, you know, talking head. Not, not even talking at boring, bland, inside joke, beat writer, jackass. But he, sometimes he's got a little Skip Bayless in him where he's just like, can I hot take this up your ass? Here we go. Every once in a while he does it. Nice try. I'm on to you, Murdy. Yeah, I like Murdy. Uh, but the, the National League series, I've actually enjoyed a lot. Uh, and I, you know, I don't really watch that much National League during the year. And I, f- I found this Brewers-Dodgers series to be very entertaining, even in these low-scoring games. The Dodgers team is quite likable. Um, maybe it's just because dislike LA. Um, they don't play tonight, do they? No, they play Friday. At 5.39 p.m. Oh, my God. Oh, Mad Dog. Urgh, can we get off the NBA? <laughs> Wade Miley's going to pitch, even though he pitched one one batter the other day. Um, so yeah, so Crick Council's trying to, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these managers are trying to reinvent the game here a little bit. And, and council's definitely at the top, which whatever. I mean, if that, that really helps, I mean, we do Wade Miley to kind of throw off everyone. He throws, he throws to one batter and then they bring in the, the real starter. Um, I think everyone just experiment. I think everyone realizes that the old way doesn't have to be the way it is. And we're kind of, you know, let's just see what the hell works, you know? And we had Brian Kenny on the, you know, friend of the podcast. Um, you know, everything Brian says, I, I, I think some of it is, a little cute and just likes to say it, to say it. Um, but I think there is some, there's a method to the madness there. And I know some people are very against that, but I think certain elements of sabermetrics and old school baseball and your gut and your instinct, I think it combined, they can work. So, um, I think the main takeaway from this game or this series for, if you're a Yankee fan is obviously Manny Machado, um, who I've, who I've said on the, on the podcast before, I'm not an enormous fan. 
Oh, I wasn't an enormous fan, and uh, I thought he was a bit overrated. Now he's a great player, but over we got an OPS of in the high eights. That's a very, very good player. Is he a great player to get a three hundred million dollar contract? Brian, he's twenty five years old. Yes, he is. However, he's, he's a punk. He's a punk. All right, and we talk about you know he, th- this is the kind of thing, and for whatever reason in baseball, it's been accepted that you're allowed to be lazy. You're allowed to not hustle. Oh, you're just a crusty old white guy saying that. that, that. Oh, sorry. Robinson Cano has to hustle to first base. Oh, sorry. I mean, is that that big of a deal? I mean, God forbid. Maybe you are paid millions of dollars. Maybe you want to run it out. Brian, he pay, he plays 150 games a year. That's how he does it. Okay, fair enough. I, I, I still disagree on the entire notion, but I, but I accept that criticism. Manny Machado is, hustle, is not hustling like a dog in the playoffs. That's the kind of temperament. An attitude and dedication that Manny Machado has. And then forget the idea that he just doesn't hustle, which was evident to the entire world here. Like, can you try to fuck up a $300 million contract more than Manny Machado is right now? I mean, I just want to see him throw a bat at someone as if he's like Juan Marichal. This is, this is what he, he, he sat down with the athletic, which listen, if you're not joining the athletic, I don't want to talk to you. I mean, I only talk to people that are in the athletic, the athletic, the athletic. I mean, it's probably, let's see. Rosetta Stone, Dead Sea Scrolls, Bible, The Athletic. I mean, that's your Mount Rushmore. Deal with it. So he sat down with The Athletic, and I guess he said, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to be ever going to be Johnny, Johnny Hustle. It's first of all, it's it's is, is it's not Johnny Hustle. What is it? It's what Jimmy Hustle? <laughs> I forget what he was. It, it was. It's basically Pete Rose, but it, it wasn't Petey Hustle. I forget. Who gives a shit? Anyways. That that's the beauty of the Red Ticket Blues podcast. Just get things wrong, say it with conviction, or just you know, just be like, hey, whatever. Accuracy is not important, not a requirement. Jesus, nor is pronunciation a lot of times too. By the way, they do not have to be pronounced correctly. That's the way things go. Uh, let's see, the Red Sox got a base runner. All right. So where, where was I with all this? Jesus, he met with the Athletic. Holy Christ, Brian, get your shit together. All right. Let's see. Um. Obviously, I'm not going to change. Shocking next day admins to the athletic. Okay, let's see here. I'm giving the athletic all sorts of clicks here. I always think that like my clicks actually mean anything to like the success of a news of a newspaper or anything <laughs> of the NJ.com. Excuse me. Any clicks like it matters. Oh, well, Brian checked in. Uh, let's see. Real quick, Rosenthal. Whenever I see you and ask how you're doing, you say, "Hey, I'm chilling." You know, I know that's your personality, and that's how you are. But there was a ball the other night, and you didn't run hard, Manny. You know this at the time of the year when people notice that kind of thing. So, how do you explain it? What happened? Uh, pause. I've been thinking about it, and it happens every time. There's no excuse for it, honestly. I've never given excuses for not running. I'm not hurt. There's no excuse, but I've been the same player. I've been doing this for eight years. I'm in the show for eight years. I've done the same thing for eight years. I've been the same player. Uh, it says Machado actually just completed his seventh season. It doesn't even know how long he's been in the league. Obviously, I'm not going to change. I'm not the type of player that's going to be Johnny Hustle and run down the line, slide to first base. Yeah, because that's, that's the temperament, and that's what's expected out of people who hustle, sliding into first base. You know, whatever can happen. That's just not my personality. That's not my cup of tea. That's not who I am. Should I have to run on that pitch? Yeah, but I didn't. I got to pay the consequences for it. It does look bad. It looks terrible. I look back at the video, and I'm like, whoa, what was I doing? No, you didn't, because if you did, you'd hustle more, because you can't, you say, admittedly, you don't do it. So how would you say, whoa, what was I doing? You know, just the emotions of the game. I'm the type of player that has stayed in the zone, and I'm playing, and I'm just in the zone. All right, I'm not going to keep reading all this. You can do it if you want. 
I find that to be idiotic. Uh, now I realize Manny Machado is going to get paid. He's going to get paid handsomely, uh, whether he hustles to first in the playoffs or not. But, I mean, you look like a horse's ass. Again, I know it's trendy to be like, hey, hey, you, you criticizing the guy hustling? Old crusty white guy, yeah, yeah, shakes my fist at cloud. I mean, the same typical bullshit. But imagine any sport, people defending people not hustling. Tell me that. Oh, the running back got the ball. I mean, listen, he wasn't going to get the touchdown, so, you know, whatever. He just, you know, he just, <laughs> he started jogging. He got tackled, whatever. I mean, LeBron had that breakaway dunk, but he was just like, eh, whatever, you know. I mean, there there was a, there was a defender that was probably going to be there. Like, what's the difference? Like, how is this, like, defeatist attitude allowed in baseball? I'm not really sure. I, I don't I, I don't understand it. I understand it. Especially in the playoffs. Well, thing where you're showcasing your skills and your money is on the line. He's sort of going to get paid out of his ass. But I feel like things are being shaved off of that. And when I talk about that, things, the other thing, obviously, is the other night with Aguilar, the first baseman for the, the, the Milwaukee Brewers, which I'll admit, I don't know why he kept his foot on the bag that long. Very strange. It was almost like he was posing like some sort of mannequin. It was definitely weird. But Machado, I mean, for whatever, he just kicks him. I mean, like, like a child, like, like, like I'm frustrated and I'm don't, not going to get my way and I'm going to throw things. I'm going to kick them and then pretend like it wasn't normal. It's like, hey, well, come on, man. Hey, hey come on. I, you know, I'm just, just kicking you. And, and you see, that's, that's punk stuff. I'm sorry. You want to sign that guy? Listen, he is a great player. You want to sign that guy to $300 million? Watch when this guy's skills start to erode. And I realize he's 25 years old. It's going to take a while for that to happen. Wait for his skill. Cause he's going to want a 10 year deal. Okay, he's going to want a 10-year deal. So he's 25. He, so that means if he started, if the Yankees sign him and he starts next year, he's going to be 25, close to 26 or 26 years old, 10-year deal, 35, 36 years old. And when he starts, his skills start to, I will tell you what happens. He gets fat. He does not try harder. He gets slow, gets lazy, gets angry at the New York media. I don't like it. I did, they need starting pitching anyways, and I realize there aren't a lot of free agents out there when it comes to pitching, but I'll tell you what Brian Cashman should do, and what he probably will do. He's probably going to sign some, you know, middle-of-the-road guy, and then what he'll do is, completely off of somebody's radar, he will make a trade. He will make a trade to get somebody that you didn't see coming, that, you know, like a number three starter, and I think that's what they need. A guy like Rick Porcello, while he didn't have a great game on Wednesday... That's the kind of pitcher you need. He does not look phased whatsoever. And I mean, it's it's total like, you know, envy right now, of course. I'm like, well, you know what's wrong with the Yankees? I'll, I'll tell you, it's all this stuff. You know who has the good stuff? It's the Red Sox. I know, I sound like a WFAN caller. Didn't I say WFAN caller was doing the exact same thing last week? I'm a hypocrite. When are you guys going to get this? Jesus Christ. And we'll speak of hypocrites in a while, in, in a little bit. Uh, a senator from a certain state. Um... Oh, yeah, I'm going there. Oh, yeah. Pocahontas. Um, I I don't know what Machado's thinking. I really don't. It's just that arrogance. The idea that he's not the only guy in the MLB who does not hustle. He's not the only guy in the MLB who does not hustle in the playoffs, which still is despicable. He goes in the athletic and admits it. And without a care in the goddamn world. And contradicts himself 17 times in the article. So, Chase, to take out guys' legs... Um, oh God, whatever, man. You want Manny Machado? Go for it. I think he's a punk and I will continue to criticize him. And as I said on Twitter, I can hold long grudges about players on my team. Irrational, immature grudges for a long time. To the point where I will 
you know, when they're having live Instagrams, I will send them messages that they're looking at straight up. <laughs> Mr. Alex Rodriguez. Have you talked to where, 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 where's your cousin? How's your circuit? Have you peed on anyone's floor lately? I love that screenshot. I have my phone. A-Rod looking at his phone and just my name coming up there in the chat saying, have you peed on anyone's floor lately? Because <sighs> you know he saw it. I mean, listen, A-Rod's. Do you think he wakes up thinking about my comment? I don't think so. I think he says, look at me. My girlfriend's J-Lo. I'm a billionaire. I have his, I have my hand in 9 million different businesses. If he's not a billionaire, he, he will be because he's, he's certainly going that direction with A-Rod Corp. And, uh, you know, I, I'm loved by many, hated by some. And so he dipped his toe a little bit. He, he was talking about uh, on, on Instagram the other day, speaking to A-Rod. He mentioned, yeah, because I'm I'm sick in the head. I follow him on Instagram and I read all the comments. It's it's it's, it's a maniacal hatred. It's really weird, um, but <laughs> it's sick in the head. It really is. Uh, but some he said something like, "Isn't it amazing? You know, my my coworker Frank Thomas, uh, um, you know, he only struck out forty eight times or fifty four times in his MVP season. The Dodgers have struck out forty eight times in this series, or you know." It's amazing how things change. And someone commented, they're like, yeah, it's amazing how things change, A-Rod. Except for you. You're still dirty and you always will be. And A-Rod responded. He just says, okay. You know, it's A-Rod probably not doing. I don't think he even knows how you know to work social media. He's probably just like, that's what normal people use, right? I have no idea how to use that. I'm not normal. And then, you know, I don't know, put on a suit and pose near a pool for no reason. That's what he does. So I, I'm, I'm, by the way, though, <laughs> back to my original point about the about baseball i thought it's been excellent baseball but the, the pace of play has been terrible it really has it's gotten to the point where i'm enjoying these games uh but i'm reading at the same time i'm reading a book i've been like trading stocks for the last 15 20 years i finally decided to get a book like stock market 101 and i was reading that and then i have another book which i recommend any of you history people out there you know i read this i i guess i should have read it in order but i didn't Author Michael Dobbs, I read uh, One Minute to Midnight about the Cuban Missile Crisis, and now I'm reading, I guess, which I should have read first, it's called Six Months in 1945, basically about, you know, after World War II and uh, going into the Cold War and all about it. Basically, a lot of it meeting at the uh, the, conf- the Yalta Conference, so uh, I don't know how I'm going to finish that book before I have to get back to the library. That is going to be a task at hand. Hey, Brian, you know, you can, you can take it out again, you know, they don't have a gun to your head. It's not the actual KGB. Okay, got it. Um, so I, I mentioned the Boston thing. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, there's really no way to... How, how do you... Well, the Indians were uh, eliminated. And speaking of Indians, uh, you know, Elizabeth Warren, She. I don't know what she was thinking with this DNA test. Uh, it's it's clear she wants to run for president. She mentioned it a few days, I think a week ago. She said, after the midterms, I will start to think about, you know, consider my role as, you know, running for president, which is... LeBron's talking about Michael Jordan. We're doing this already. We're doing this for the love of Christ. I'm sorry. It just popped up. So do I have to look for this now? I, I guess I I scroll. With the, uh, with the notification something. Okay. The Jordan-LeBron teammate club. What's it like to play? Okay, Jordan. LeBron didn't say anything. Okay. This is Yahoo Sports. They don't have their name to it. God, and I clicked on it. I mean, does it does it ever end? I just want LeBron to win every championship ever, so we can just stop with this debate. It's so dumb. I'll still say Jordan, but whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't care. That's not true. You're talking about it. You do care. Um, so Elizabeth Warren, and then she does this DNA test, which part of me said, 
she's got to do something if she wants to run for president about this. And she did. So I'm, I'm kind of a hypocrite in the sense like, what are you thinking? But she also did it at the same time. I, I don't, what, what do you say? I mean, her percentage was so small. If you've done a DNA test, and like I said on here, I haven't, but family members have. I mean, there is a less than 1% of us, uh, the Buckley clan, that are Jewish. I've never, you know, I, I've never gone around telling people I'm Jewish. Like, this is such a weak, and then the Cherokee Nation coming out and basically, you know, chastising her. Then you have people saying, well, she never actually, you know, said she was a, a tribal member. And it's just like, well, she kind of did in the sense. She never ran around with, a, you know, a sign saying, I, I'm part of the Cherokee Nation. But, I mean, you've seen the footage. You've seen videos. She, there was a Native American cookbook where she said Cherokee Nation. Like, I don't know what she's doing here, but it looks terrible. It backfired beyond belief. Beyond belief for Elizabeth Warren. Now, now here's the thing. Do I think her 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 nationality, her her ethnicity, her her heritage, the fact that she lied about it, does it have anything to do with how she would be a president? Probably not. All presidents lie. All politicians lie. But I'll tell you, I think a lot of people are going to have a very hard time voting for her in the sense that you are fraudulent about who you are. You used a demographic for your benefit. That's not true. She could have been. A Listen, whatever degree you want to rest on, she's done dirt with the Native American heritage. Again, is it as bad as Fox News says? Is it as little as MSNBC says? It's probably somewhere in the middle, just like most topics in politics. It's probably somewhere in the middle. And it, she did do it. That won't really probably effectively, you know, it won't make a difference on how she manages a country. But you know what? How many people actually vote with how someone will run a country? If 25% of the people that voted for the president cared about any of their actual policies and how they'd react to them, I'd be shocked. It's a popularity contest. There's certain, and people don't like being, you know, frauded. They don't like it. The only way people like being frauded or like being frauded, well, accept being frauded, is someone coming out and apologizing afterwards. And she ain't doing that. I can tell you that right now. She ain't doing that. People don't like that, you know? People remember singular events, too, and they vote with it. And maybe I'm dumbing down the entire voting process and why people vote for the people they do, but I don't think I am. I think I'm probably giving people too much credit. That is, uh, that, that was a, that's a tough one. It really is. I don't know what she was thinking with that. She's so twisted and, and like a pretzel right now in so many different directions. There's so much evidence that shows she's full of shit. And it only gives credit to Trump. I mean, Trump, I mean, that, that was handed to Donald Trump on a silver platter. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> this small percentage. Oh, God. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. Speaking of Trump, this will be very interesting to see what happens with this Saudi Arabia thing. This journalist. You know, we have a long history of whether there's a D next to your name or an R next to your name of, uh, you know, silently supporting a terroristic regime in uh, Saudi Arabia. Trump has to act here. Uh, I, it's very interesting to see what he'll do. It's very interesting, hypothetically, obviously, to see how other presidents would react to this. Usually this is a story, too, which you know, I don't want to get too political here, but I don't know if it would be going to say it would be covered up by the liberal media. I don't know if this will be covered up. You know, if Barack Obama were president, 
they'd still have to say something about it, right? I mean, they're obviously pushing this to say, well, Donald, <laughs> what are you going to do? This is a very, very big challenge here. Because if he's soft, he's soft on a terroristic regime, which all presidents have supported, which again, that, that won't be brought up. But um, but if he's he's hard on him, which we want him to be, that will have, there are our friends, you know, for, for better or worse, till death do us part, Saudi Arabia, we are tied at the hip in matrimony. Whether you, whether you like public beheadings or not, I mean, whether you like guys being involved in Al-Qaeda or not, they are our friends. <laughs> so... Eesh. I don't want to pay nine dollars a nine nine dollars a gallon for gas if uh, Donald. Jeez, uh, this this. I think this is a. Uh, I want to say sleeping lion, <laughs> sleeping bear. What am I even talking about? Whatever. This should be very interesting going forward. Um, to continue continue with the Boston theme, we just got off it for a second there, talking a little politics, huh? This just in. Uh, that's every news channel now. With nothing is just in. It's like we've we've done this story seventeen times. This just in. There is a hurricane coming. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Uh, and I guess the other thing here is yeah, Tyreek Hill. You know, throwing the beer in the face of. Let's uh, go talk about Odell Beckham. Do you really need me to say it all again? I mean, he is not the main problem of the Giants, but he. Uh, whatever. I'm not even doing it. Tyreek Hill got beer thrown in his face at uh, Gillette Stadium. Last Sunday, boy, last Sunday, boy. Get with the times, Brian. That shit is old news. No, I get, you know, uh, Tyreek Hill is a monster. I mean, he, he strangled or beat up his pregnant girlfriend, which, again, that doesn't mean he should get beer thrown in his face. But it is, it is ironic. Let's, let's, let's be honest. It is ironic, don't you think, that he wanted to press charges on a guy for, I mean, if I were Tyreek Hill, I'd just be like, that's messed up. I want some reparations, not reparations, but I want some, I want that guy banned. You know, that, that was inappropriate. You know, get the chiefs to come out and say, that's inappropriate to have a fan throw beer in a guy's face. You know, the fans flicking him off and whatnot, whatever, you know, that, that's, I did the same thing to Dennis Martinez when I was 12 years old and I said, Hey, president, they fuck you. I mean, I, I said that. So I, I can't, should I have known better? Should they have known better? I don't know, but it's just a little bit of irony there, but Jesus Christ, you're throwing beer in people's faces. Why, why are people doing that? I've never gotten to that point. I've never gotten to the point where I've thrown things at players. That, that's a, that's a different, 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 uh, stratosphere. But he's, we banned from Gillette Stadium forever. You gotta realize that there are nine million cameras everywhere and social media will kill you. I think great Simon Yonker said something like, you know why NFL attendance is down? Because people don't want to become a meme. People don't want to be in a video. People don't want their entire lives. That's why I'm petrified. I'd love to do like Vine, not Vine, but I'd love to do like little videos and stuff on Twitter of, you know, you know, portions of the podcast, like immediate reaction because immediacy is the key. Okay. Um, I'd love to do that. I don't want my face to be known to the world. Let's say I piss off the wrong person. Like I quote tweet somebody and I get doxxed by the internet. They look up my face. They look up my name on Twitter, on, on the internet. They find out who, who I am, where I live, where I work. And then, you know, my life is ruined because of a dumb tweet. I'd love to do that. I'd love to be like, can you believe this fucking happened in this game? Can you believe this shit? I mean, the only way I could actually do that stuff is then actually probably like delete it an hour later because you can't let it sit there. You can't let it fester. I'd love to. I'd love to. But anyways, that was kind of uh, anticlimactic, huh? Talking about Tyreek Hill. I thought I had a little more info on that, a little more uh, oomph behind that, but I guess we're at the end of the podcast. 
All right, so let me get back. I guess we're done. Let me get back to looking for flights. Jesus Christ. You know, I, I, this is one thing I did not anticipate. Well, I, not that I anticipated. I didn't think about how much it costs to go home for the holidays. My God, man. You know, going home to Connecticut for, for – it's a small fortune. I mean, if we're going to go to Connecticut for, for Thanksgiving and Puerto Rico for Christmas, I mean, for my wife and I, forget the car. Forget the car in both places. We could probably getting the right flight could eliminate the car in in Connecticut, but definitely need it in Puerto Rico. So let's let's do this. I'd say it would probably just airfare at these times. Even if you finagle on the best day, would probably be about a total of three thousand dollars. Three thousand dollars. Six thousand dollars. What are you gonna do about it, asshole? Uh, $3,000 would probably, that's how much it would probably cost us. And then throw in the car, which throw in another 800, whatever, $4,000. We'll round it up $4,000. That is insane. And, uh, I'd like to have one of the airline CEOs on here. And why have you not made airline travel more affordable? It remains the one one industry where they can screw you and there's not a goddamn thing you can do. Where is Elon Musk? Why are you smoking weed and getting nuts? Forget the smoking weed part. If that's impairing you to do your goddamn job to get me that tube from San Francisco to New York City, then yeah, get it done. Stop smoking weed. Anyways, that's the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to enjoy the rest of the baseball this weekend. I have not, you've barely heard me talk about the NFL. This is going to be my new thing going forward. NFL is not serious with Brian Buckley until baseball is over. I do not care about the NFL. I do not give a shit about what's going on. But once that's over, I cannot get into early season NBA, which, again, I mean, <laughs> I think the Knicks won the first game. I'm buying the finals tickets now. The, 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 the spontaneous immediacy of, of everything in the NBA is just whatever. You get it. But uh, let's check in real quick on the MLB playoffs. Do I sound like Brian Anderson? That's Mookie Betts going all the way. You tried too hard there. All right. Anyways, I'm rambling here. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, remember, you can listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play. Hey, do me a favor. Leave a review on one of those venues, uh, Podbean, uh, Google Play, maybe, maybe not. Uh, if, especially iTunes. That's the big one, people. If you could just, just take a second out of your day and do that. I, that that's, that's really, you know, I wake up every morning. I check my stocks. They're usually not good, um, especially these days. Can Trump stop tweeting about when the stock market, it, it's been so volatile, 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 to like take credit when it actually goes up. It's like, dude, it went down 800. Now you're, you're happy that it went up 400. It's like, stop it. What is wrong with you? you that's just, that's fodder. That, that's fodder for being, looking like a moron. So stupid. That is Donald though. That's our president. He's, he's, he's a funny guy. He's, 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 he's a lot. He's a ball. He's a lot of fun. Um, but I wake up every morning. I look at that and then I look, was there another review? Was there another review? I don't actually do that. Not true. Uh, well, you'll have to leave that up to the, you'll have to, you'll have to wonder if that happens. Huh? You'll have to contemplate that. Uh, pontificate, contemplate. Uh, God, Jesus Christ. Talk about rambling. Thanks a lot for listening. Follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Love all of you. We'll uh, try to get the podcast out a little earlier next week. So uh, enjoy your weekends, everyone. And with all that being said, yeah. I am out of here. Yeah, check it out one time for the ass. I'ma take you on